So check this out. Bright Hire just launched this amazing AI sidekick called Bright Hire Plan. It's like having your very own AI assistant that can build full interview plans in just minutes. Imagine going from a job title to a thoughtfully crafted, inclusive job description and a full structured interview plan in minutes. No, not hours anymore. It's a game changer for recruiters and hiring managers. I know I'm usually the one to hate on new tech, but honestly, this sounds incredible. This is AI used right for better quality and more efficiency. It's like the holy grail of recruiting. Dozens of companies from high growth startups to multi-billion dollar enterprises are already using Bright Hire Plan to save tons of money, time, and raise the quality of their hiring. And here's the best part. You can give Bright Hire Plan a spin for free. That's right, for free for 30 days. Just head over to brighthire.com to get started. That's brighthire.com to get started. Cheeseman out. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite guilty pleasure back with the Firing Squad. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. Joined as always. Hello. The Woodstock to my Snoopy on the Chad and Cheese podcast, Chad Sowash. I love Woodstock. He doesn't fly a doghouse and fight uh, <laughs> fight the Huns. Uh, that's the that's the only difference. <laughs> Those were all dreams, by the Guys, way. Guys, <laughs> bear with us. It's our first show for the new year, but we yes. are happy to welcome... Omar Khatib, CEO and founder at Job Pixel. Omar, mm. welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. So excited to be here. We are excited to have you. Well, before we get into all the business of your company and asking you tough questions, give us a little Twitter bio. Who is Omar? So I came to the U.S. around uh, nine years ago, went to school at UC Davis, and then uh, really got into the tech scene after I started doing uh, some events at Davis uh, for a big social media company. I was really in love with tech, helped a couple of people start a startup, and then uh, joined a cybersecurity company uh, in San Francisco. Then I saw a huge problem in the hiring space that needed to be solved. And then I started working on my current company, JobPixel, with my co-founder, Anthony, which I'll tell you a little bit more about him later. Currently live in the Bay Area still. I moved out of San Francisco into the Burbs. Life is great. I have a yard finally, not like San Francisco. And uh, <laughs> I have a baby on the way with what? my partner. Baby on board. Hold on. You started a company, got married, and you're having a baby. Pretty much the apocalypse of any young man out there. So for that alone, I will applaud you. But for Firing Squad, Chad, tell Omar what he's won today. Well, welcome to Firing Squad, Omar. It's uh, actually our first Firing Squad of the new year. So you're a lucky bastard. But based on the waiting list, you might not air this until uh, <laughs> September of 2024. No, no it's yeah. going to come out pretty quick. So get ready because at the sound of the bell, you're going to have two minutes to pitch job pixel. At the end of those two minutes, we're going to hit you up with about 20 minutes of Q&A. Uh, make sure to be concise. Are you going to hear the crickets? And that means tighten your shit up. At the end of Q&A, you're going to receive either a big applause, crack the champagne, throw some confetti, and enjoy the fireworks because this one is a winner, baby. Golf clap. 
It's a great idea, but let's back off the champagne and go with some sparkling apple juice because you're gonna need all the focus and resources you got to make this bad boy work or the firing squad. Ouch. Go ahead, put this idea to bed before 9 a.m. because it's definitely not gonna see the new year. That's firing squad. Are you ready, Omar? Yes, I am. Let's hope he's not wearing a onesie, sucking his thumb in the corner at the end of this. All right, Omar, your two minutes starts right now. JotPixel is a video platform that allows you to collect and add authentic TikTok-style interactive video content into your hiring process, from active jobs, passive sourcing, and career page, all the way to onboarding and beyond. That's JotPixel. And where can we find out more? JotPixel.com. We bought the .com domain, kids. And the, and the record for shortest pitch on record of the four or five years since we've been doing this goes to Omar. All right, Chad, you know where we're starting. We're starting with the name. And he's got the .com, but where'd you come up with Job Pixel? I know that when I think of Pixel, I think of a tracking uh, mechanism that gives me some analytics. My guess is your thinking around Pixel is different, but I could be wrong. How'd you come up with the name? What was the thinking behind it? All right, absolutely. So uh, my co-founder actually came up with it. And uh, the whole idea of is an image is made out of pixels and uh, a video is made out of images. So uh, basically a job pixel is a, a full image of a, a job. And uh, my co-founder comes from a background in recruiting. I'm actually the baby in recruiting. I just came into this industry around three years ago, had no fucking idea what's going on. Uh, but my co-founder, uh, you know, was the VP of engineering at a company called bright.com that sold to LinkedIn in 2014. And he built uh, the majority of the talent uh, tools that LinkedIn has today. Um, And that's kind of where the job, uh, you know, the job idea came from our job pixels name came from. Got it. Pixel images and nobody likes a pixelated image like I do, Chad. So I Mm. I can get on board with that name. All right. (laughs) You were founded in 2020. As far as I can tell, you've, you've taken an undisclosed seed round which you're happy to tell us what that amount was on this show if you'd like to. What are the plans to raise money? More Is more money coming? Are we looking at a Series A soon? Are you guys bootstrapping this bad boy? What's up with the money? So we raised uh, around $2.4 million over two rounds of funding. Uh, we just received a little bit of extra funding from uh, some strategic investors in our industry uh, because we understand how important it is to bring people in the HR tech space. Um, does that answer the question? Um, and in terms of uh, funding, we are growing very fast right now. And hopefully by middle to end of this year, we'll start looking at our Series A. Well done. TikTok is big. And you don't stop. And uh, obviously you you fit that into your very TikTok pitch. So tell me a little bit of how JobPixel can actually help companies utilize video and leverage TikTok? Because everybody's talking about it. Nobody knows how to use it. How are they going to use JobPixel to leverage TikTok? So we did two things. The the first problem we solved is collecting the content. So we built a platform that allows you to collect videos from anyone uh, via text messages or emails. So it's a, a simple link. The VP of HR, VP of TA sends it to their employees or recruiters. Recruiters respond back with a video saying, this is why I love working at Chagentee's uh, Inc., essentially, and submit that videos. Uh, then that content can be downloaded and submitted directly into TikTok. Or we have uh, something called the widget, where we allow you to embed that content directly onto your website. So think of us like TikTok for your website, essentially. So how is that actually managed? The content is pulled into your system. Are there super users who choose, do they edit the content? Is the content already edited? What's the whole process to be able to get the content to TikTok and or the website? 
Absolutely. So uh, we're big believers in doing the things that don't scale in the early days. Uh, so currently right now, we're helping our customers uh, edit those videos by adding really nice branding and music to those videos and then allowing them to simply download them through the dashboard that Jobpixel manages and then be able to upload them on their own. Um, and right now, uh, our entire roadmap for 2023 is actually edit- creating video editing capabilities into Jobpixel itself. You mentioned jobs at, at Chad and Cheese, and I can tell you, Omar, if you look at our Glassdoor reviews, nobody is going to be applying to Chad and Cheese podcast. <laughs> you should use JobPixel. Obviously, TikTok gives you some amazing tools to edit your content, as does Reels or YouTube short stories. Why would I use JobPixel versus just going right natively uh, to TikTok or another solution to record my videos? Because they're not business apps, right? You need a, a platform that allows you to collect, uh, curate, and publish that content with approval processes, uh, making sure that they follow specific guidelines. Uh, many times we uh, work with a customer in talent acquisition and marketing comes in and says, hold up, uh, this is the wrong brand brand guidelines. This is not following blah, 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 blah. So we see that all the time. So building that into the platform is really important and making sure you follow through and having different people be ad, have admin access into JobPixel is very important to make sure that you build authentic content, but still follows the brand guidelines for a specific brand. Is the expectation that someone is going to post a professional video, but it's just going to be formatted to the way we uh, digest and consume video today. The goal is not to make fun karaoke employee videos, or is the platform open to whatever kind of content you want to create? And if there is karaoke, can I put in the music uh, in your in your platform as I'm I'm singing uh, Jeremy by Pearl Jam? So the music is coming very soon. We're adding that uh, as a part of our roadmap. Um, but in terms of uh, content, uh, companies can do anything. Uh, we've seen uh, some of our customers do celebrations of what they're thankful for for Thanksgiving to what they're doing at their Christmas parties to what it looks like to uh, fix a caterpillar uh, machine uh, as a technician uh, for one of our customers' favorite cat. So we see everything. Um, our platform doesn't limit you. So we give the control to the company to be able to decide what type of content they uh, pick. We have brands that like go all crazy and do crazy stuff. And we have brands that just fo- continue following the brand guidelines, which I'm sure you guys know uh, <laughs> those types of brands that just completely follow everything. So we allow them to do whatever they want through the platform. So talk about the analytics on the platform. What kind of data are you giving the companies that are using your service? Yeah, we um, allow them to see how many people viewed their videos. Um, and we are actually one of the only platforms uh you know, doing what we do that has interactive video. So our videos don't only show video, but it actually have buttons on them. So the recruiter can put book a time button on the videos. They can put an apply now button, uh, a record video now button directly on our jobs. So every, every single click of those is actually trackable. So we can directly show the customer an ROI for how many times their video was viewed, how many times the candidate actually clicked the apply now to take them directly to a career site and so on. So we offer all those analytics and a lot more. And we have a big project coming up very soon to actually dig a little deeper into analytics. I'm sure you guys know without integrations, uh, sometimes it's an issue because the customer doesn't know what's happening in the ATS. Uh, So the customers that do have good tracking, we tend to show ROI really fast. But with the customers that don't, we'd have to dig a little bit deeper and, you know, crawl our way into their ATS to find the analytics on their site. Pain in the ass. Let let me clarify real quick. So let's say, for instance, I'm looking for a very high volume uh, type of retail position and uh, I can actually have a video that says apply now 
or schedule an interview. Either way, you can take them down any type of process that you want to. Is that correct? Just yeah. directly from the video. Yes, correct. Directly from the video. So who's your customer? Who are you actually selling to? Are you selling to employee employment brand people? Or are you selling to TAVPs? Who's who's your target? Who's the person that you need to zone in on to actually get this sold? TA directors, uh, TA senior directors, and TAVPs. And in some uh, companies in the Midwest, the VPs of HR tend to do a lot of talent acquisition. So those are the customers that we tend to go after. Um, we uh, are excited, obviously, when a company has recruitment marketing uh, teams that are ready to go because they tend to... Uh, onboard faster and so on, but that's kind of typically our customer. Yeah. And our top clients are in communications, um, manufacturing and healthcare. So let's talk about partnerships. We were just talking about integrations. It's always a bitch. I mean, workday sucks. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we all, we all know, right? So as a point solution, but you know, one, one that's pretty important in being able to get messaging out and being able to allow TikTok and those types of things to actually work for a company. Who are you partnering with to be able to get through those integrations? Not to mention also partnering with from a sales standpoint. Absolutely. So our first partner was great people. Uh, which is an amazing applicant tracking system and CRM. They took a bet on us and helped us. And uh, we actually went to Las Vegas, the HR tech with them. We have a full integration with them and a bunch of our cust their customers are actually using our product, uh, which is super exciting. Talbots, the women's clothing store is actually uh, the most well-known one. If you go to their website right now, you'll see our- That's website. a Chad favorite, Talbots. <laughs> Um, and then um, the one that we're, we're going to be announcing very soon is uh, Smart Recruiters. We're going to become- uh, uh, Smart Recruiter's official video provider to all their clients. And we will actually be talking about a reseller agreement with them uh, by end of February. Whew, okay. Well, that's a, that's a pretty damn good start. So that being said, how many clients do you currently have in the portfolio? Uh, we have around 22 clients and uh, we charge our clients anywhere between one to $5,000 a month. Uh, so we're a little bit over a quarter million dollars in revenue. Okay, so this is more of an MRR business model versus ARR? Oh, we're an MRR business model. Um, there's a couple of reasons behind that, we'll, but we'll dig a little deeper. Or we won't. It's up to Later. us. <laughs> Chad wanted to know about customers. I want to know about competitors. Uh, we've had video my job on the show, Vervo, uh, in border. You have an onboarding product and video, uh, and we haven't even sort of scratched the surface on automated AI deep fake type stuff. So talk about the competitive landscape. What's your differentiator? Yeah, so there are a few competitors in this space, and uh, I'm a huge believer that in HR tech, if you want to break into the industry, you have to meet the industry and know the industry really well, and actually, um, you know, build a lot of relationship in that. So our number one focus and our biggest differentiator is everybody knows us in the industry now, in terms of our relationships with our partners and so on. So first mover advantage matters a lot in HR tech. If you partner with smart recruiters, for example, first before anyone else, you tend to get their customers first. So that, that has been a big part of our strategy. The next thing is we are the only company right now that is doing uh, interactive content outside of all the other competitors. There's a lot of competitors doing uh, videos itself, adding them into jobs and so on, but ours is fully interactive and we allow you to use it for passive, for active jobs. Uh, we can even send our uh, content via text messages and emails directly through our platform. And we we know that we're the only one doing that. Um, the the one that I was really amazed by, and I absolutely amazed by the founder, was all true. Uh, Ali Khan is an incredible founder, and he was you know able to exit that company uh, to iSIMS. Um, my opinion of that business, I think they sold too early. They had a lot of amazing opportunities to continue scaling that business. 
um, and they did not do any interactive content. But the the success of All True and how amazing that they did things um, inspired us to continue building on this. Um, to be clear, when we started JobPixel, we did not start with this specific idea. We actually started with another idea, but Chad told us it was a really, really fucking bad idea. <laughs> and we noticed it and we kind of pivoted into this. And uh, ever since then, things have been going to up and up. Thankfully, I don't listen to every time Chad tells me something is a bad idea. Otherwise, I would end up doing You wouldn't nothing. remember anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, don't wake me up. Anyway, uh, one competitor that you didn't mention, I just want your feedback on this. You know, LinkedIn launched Stories uh, a while back. They have since canceled it. Their live video is sort of, it's sort of sputtering, I guess, at best. Why can't LinkedIn get it right and... Is there enough incentive or big enough business for them to get it right? In other words, LinkedIn shutting down stories to me is like, why is JobPixel going to work if LinkedIn couldn't make stories work? So intent is a big thing, right? You come to LinkedIn um, to do specific things, browse jobs and so on. The stories feature didn't work. Uh, one, uh, LinkedIn's a slow platform. It's a great platform, but it's slow. And I'm still a huge believer that LinkedIn is still around. It's just because it's so big that you can't really drop it down. It's the 10,000 uh, know, pound gorilla that we all know and love or don't love. Uh, so the reason that it didn't work is because the intent or the type of cost, you know, user that goes to their platform doesn't look for that. What we're offering is we're allowing companies to add that content to their website. So you automatically see analytics for that website improve. Um, I think that LinkedIn doing that is not gonna really matter. What we're doing here is trying our best to help that individual company improve their analytics, not, you know, the entire platform with like 800, 900 million users improve their analytics because LinkedIn doesn't really need that. Um, I don't have a lot of insight into why, why things did not work out, but that would be my gut. Hmm. My gut would be LinkedIn sucks at new stuff. 60% of the time it works every time. What's up, guys? I got a question for you. What happens when you bring the power of AI to programmatic advertising? Well, game-changing efficiency, of course. What does that mean to you? Improved conversion rates, reduced cost per application, and ultimately the one metric that we all know truly matters, reduced cost per hire. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, great news. This technology already exists. Introducing HireMaster.ai. HireMaster.ai is a data-driven model that analyzes a wide range of data sources. It considers factors such as candidate demographics, job type, industry, and historical performance data. It continuously monitors and optimizes your job advertising campaigns to adapt to changing market conditions and maximum results. HireMaster AI empowers recruiting teams to work more efficiently and effectively by automating certain tasks and providing valuable data-driven insights. Why not give it a shot today? Learn more and start your trial by visiting HireMaster.ai now. That's H-I-R-E-M-A-S-T-E-R dot A-I. So the market's not amazing right now. So timing kind of sucks. I mean, coming out of the pandemic, everything was was kicking ass and taking names. Think money was being spent all over the place. What are you guys doing right now to ensure that you have a stable model going through 2023, 2024? One, no stupid spending. I think a lot of companies <laughs> spend their money on stupid shit. We're not going to do that. Uh, two, limiting the size of the team. We're 12 people right now. We're only going to be adding a couple of more people soon. 
And then three, uh, leveraging our partnerships uh, to help us basically generate as much profitable growth as possible uh, and bring customers in. What do you categorize as stupid spending? Get drunk in Vegas and pay for everything. That's just, <laughs> a lot of companies went all over, you know, overboard with that. Um, you know, paying tens of thousands of dollars on events and things like that. And I think, um, you know, finding out where you get the most ROI and spending your money wisely is really important. Work trips, uh, company swag, all that kind of stuff doesn't really add anything to your bottom line. Real quick. So what you're saying is two big booths at HR Tech is is not what you're going for. <laughs> nope. Never. Uh, no Ferrari. Uh, what is it called? Uh, no eightfold. <laughs> no eightfold for you. No uh, compensating. For yeah, overcompensation. Yes. yes, Ferrari compensation. <laughs> Let's talk about your marketing. And and you mentioned not spending on stupid stuff uh, and having a lean team. Uh, however, there are there are some some signs that you're you're letting your marketing lag. For example, uh, in your on your site you have a blog. Your last blog post was roughly a year ago, February of 2022. You seem to have abandoned that. Other social platforms you have content, but it doesn't look like there's a real concerted effort. And being a video company, it seems like you guys should have a really kick-ass sort of social media presence. So talk about the marketing and, and why sort of the the lack of content that you guys are churning out. So a couple of things. Uh, we, we've tried content in the past. And, and software as a service, just SaaS in general, uh, you know, marketing doesn't really work as much. Um, as much as out, you know, outbound sales or partnerships that kind of help you with lead gen. So doing a lot of content on TikTok and things like that doesn't really help you because that's not the target buyer that you do. Uh, but with that being said, I think uh, content is really important for brand. So actually one of our next key hires is going to be a really strong content person that will help us with um, blogs and so on. But if you go to uh, my own personal LinkedIn profile, Joel, you'll actually see me making a lot of videos about a lot of different random crap. Uh, so I do my best to try to make content on, uh, you know, I guess the Omar brand and help that kind of feed into Dropixel. Uh, but we are going to be investing into that uh, this year, but we just have not seen the ROI. But now as we continue building our brand, I think it's going to become more and more important as time goes. Okay. Let's talk about sort of global growth. Um, obviously, video really transcends any sort of language or location. What does your global current footprint look like? And what's global growth look like for you? Yeah, so uh, we have a few clients actually that are international. Uh, Telus International is one of them, and we're in uh, South America, uh, Guatemala, El Salvador, and a lot of parts of Latin America. Uh, we launched in India and Europe with them. The nice thing about a video platform is uh, internationalization is not as important because in the videos they can speak whatever language they want. So we have some videos in German, we have some videos in French. It's actually really nice to see. Um, so we've uh, expanded, uh, but right now we are trying to add more support. I think we support. 16 countries at this point from a text messaging standpoint and so on, but we're continuing to grow as that as that time goes. Um, but it's really client-based more than us trying to go internationally. We don't have much money to go international and, you know, go crazy. Um, so we're counting on our clients to help us get into those uh, different uh, parts of, you know, the world. How much of a challenge is it to get people on video? Like, is it is it normal now? Like, oh, no problem. I'll record a video or is it like, I'm no way am I getting on you know, no, no way I'm getting on rec recorded and being on the, the internet. Like, is that a hurdle for the business or no? It's a part of your execution strategy, right? If you don't build a strategy for helping your customers record great content, you're not going to get great content. So a big, uh, thing that we focus on during our onboarding process, after we get a new customer on 
is setting up different calls with them that are reoccurring to help them collect the best content possible. And then we just recently added a teleprompter feature into JobPixel and we saw our usage of our platform go up because most people actually get nervous of what they say on video. So if you help them type it out and it goes through, it'll make their lives a lot easier. Plus our product works on any device in terms of like submitting video, your phone, your computer, all that. So if you want to put your you know duck face filter on from uh, TikTok and upload it into JobPixel, you're more than welcome to You go. can do that. Okay. Yeah. So you're literally having conversations with hiring managers about best video practices. Are you shipping out like light rings to people? Does it get that involved? No, not at all. Uh, we... Uh, we worked with a, a really great content creator. Her name is Gigi. And we have five videos inside our platform that are basically pre-installed in every account. They'll be, you'll be able to play them and they will show you how to get the best lighting, how to get the best audio and so on and so forth. Uh, so we made sure we cover that. Uh, and in our training, we actually send everybody um, an email that basically outlines how to make great content uh, on JobPixel. So I was going to actually say this was a threat to your business that people would have sort of digitized, you know, CEO videos or filtered videos. But it sounds like they can do that outside of your platform. You may build that at some point, but you, they can just load it up as a JobPixel video. No problem. Yes, exactly. The the two values, as I mentioned earlier, is one, collecting the content. But if you already have content collected, JobPixel will allow you to utilize it more by turning yeah. it into actionable uh, content that you can use anyways. Chad, this sounds really fucking expensive. Hmm. I think we heard about uh, some of the numbers that it actually costs. It was 1000 to 5000 a month. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Per user, per company, yeah. And per user, seats. I mean, how, how does that actually work? So we charge our customers anywhere between uh, $1,000 to $5,000 a month, uh, depending on the size of the organization, uh, which we basically say how many potential creators they have, their editing needs, and their integration requirements. That's how we really uh, kind of cover it. Um, typically, if you look at it, it comes down to like a dollar a user per month for the most part. <laughs> but uh, typically, that's kind of how we charge. We are continuing to expand our pricing as we, uh, you know, do more integrations. We have some really nice announcements coming up soon uh, with big platforms. So obviously, as those things get more complicated, our pricing is going to go up. Anything you want to give the Chad and Cheese listeners a sneak peek of? Uh, not yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a tease, that Omar. What a tease, what a tease. A oh, a that's the bell, Chad. There and it we is. We all know what that means. It means it's firing time. Yes. Chad, you have a little disclaimer on this one. Why don't you go ahead and uh, lay that out? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lay this one all on you because I have a conflict of interest because I am an advisor, uh, as Omar actually you know, let the cat out of the bag a little bit earlier. We got drunk together a few times. <laughs> I'm an advisor to uh, to Job Pixel, so I again I'm biased. So go figure. I'm going to give a big applause. Appreciate but, uh, that. You're gonna you're gonna curb street it and give it a big yep. applause. But I am I am curious, and the listeners might be as well. The the overall macro theme of recruitment and video. Where are you on that in in macro terms? So I, I want to split this up because there are the old versions of video and there are the new versions of video. The ones that were built before TikTok, pre TikTok, that are hard to use. Uh, the technical debt that they have, their systems, their infrastructure, they're just not up to date, right? So a lot of these newer, and again, most of these newer startups, much like JobPixel, are learning from those older organizations on how to do things and how not to do things. But that being said, I mean, I think that if you're an older video platform and you haven't advanced 
into the TikTok society of today, then you don't have a chance in hell. All the other ones that have adapted and have evolved, I think you have a great opportunity. And I think there's just a huge market validation with Altrue being scarfed up by ISIMs for 60 million, which was the word on the street. So I think there's great opportunity and I'm very, very bullish on, uh, on video. Well, that puts the ball squarely in my court as to what I think about JobPixel. I hate video, much like I hate looking in the mirror every morning and seeing more gray hairs and more wrinkles, which reminds me more and more about how out of touch I am with the mediums out there, which is why we do a podcast for the most part. Now, people may enjoy watching us, but I don't enjoy watching myself. That's a whole other therapy session uh, that I'll be uh, going into later. But I'm not too old to appreciate that video is where the world is going. TikTok is sucking the oxygen out of everything. It's forcing Facebook to reevaluate its business. It's forcing YouTube to reevaluate how it presents video and, and content. And it's just a natural progression. Chad mentioned old video versus new. You know, I think the days of like, professionally per created, scripted, 4K, you know, professional videos. There's a space for it, but I think where the world is going is this kind of short form, fun, transparent, organic content. I love the fact that you guys allow videos created on TikTok to be transferred over to your platform. The opportunity to take AI generated content and video, multiple languages into your platform, uh, I think that flexibility is going to pay dividends down the road. Uh, the fact that you are interactive, it's not just, hey, consume it. You can actually engage with it. I think is going to be a big differentiator for you going forward. I think that, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if before the Series A comes down, you know, some people come come around and, and ask about, acquisition or what would it take to, to get a deal done? After they hear you done. on firing squad. Yeah, obviously after this, you're going to need a new <laughs> server for all the traffic uh, that's going to come into the site. But yeah, for me, it's like, you know, I'm an old guy. This isn't my thing, but I appreciate that there's a whole new generation of millennials and Gen X and Z. Sorry, I'm Gen X. I get the letters mixed up, which proves that I am aging and my brain is dying, but it's not dying so much that I can't give JobPixel rousing <laughs> applause, which is technically, I guess, a double uh, double applause, uh, although Chad's comes with an asterisk. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun watching your growth. Uh, let us know when that Series A comes down. We'll be happy to talk about it or the acquisition that comes before it. How do you feel about being on and surviving the firing squad? Oh, shaking right now. Uh, but honestly, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much for uh, the round of applause. You both know I'm probably the biggest uh, Chat and Cheese fan. Uh, listen to every episode and, you know, uh, seeing you guys rip through people in the past, I was uh, very afraid that I was like, I'm going to walk in here and I'm going to get shredded into pieces. But thankfully, you know, a lot of what we, you know, have today and the growth we have today is We've learned a lot from you guys, uh, just listening to your podcast and all of the advice that you've done. You've already got the applause, Omar. You don't no, have I to. I, yeah. But I have to, I have to you know, give credit when credit is due. You've, you <laughs> help this industry and a lot of the founders in this space understand that like, HR tech is the graveyard of a lot of startups because they just refuse to learn. And I think um, you know this podcast is really important. So thank you so much for helping us. He's shaken, but he's not stirred, Chad. Omar, for our listeners who want to know more about you, more or less the company, where do you send them? 
I am available on LinkedIn, O-M-A-R-K-H-A-T-E-E-B. So Omar Khatib, you'll find me on LinkedIn. I'm always making a lot of annoying videos. So you'll find me there, CEO JobPixel. I don't really use other platforms for the most part. So just reach out to me on LinkedIn and uh, happy to chat. And for more about JobPixel, they would go to jobpixel.com. Clever, clever girl. We out. We out. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Chief podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.